Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how you can read the Bible for yourself. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and we're living in a pretty incredible time in history. The Son of God himself has been to earth, he's conquered death, and now we have a reliable and comprehensive account of how he did it. Even in modern history, it's only been in the past few hundred years that we have had this kind of access to the actual word of God where just about anyone can read it in a language where they can understand it. And it's available to virtually anyone who wants access to it. Of course, there are places where the possession of this book can get you killed. And we keep praying that it will become easier and easier for every corner of the earth to have complete access to study the good news. But we are truly living in an incredible time. And with all of that availability comes a unique set of problems. It's like when you put a a person in a room with a big red button, tell them not to press it. That's the thing that they want to do, right? They really want to press that button. But if you tell them, go ahead, press the button as many times as you like, then suddenly that starts to lose a little bit of its allure. It's why movie trailers are so compelling. They give you just enough to make you excited but they're never going to give you a spoiler because then the movie loses all its appeal. Our psychology makes us want what we can't have. That's how it's been since the beginning with Adam and Eve in the garden. A serpent told Eve to take what she couldn't have and she felt like she couldn't resist. But now that knowledge of God's eternal plan, it's available 24-7 on a bookshelf, in the phone, in our pockets. And reading the Bible for ourselves, it can start to feel more like a chore than a blessing. Sure, we may read the Bible when we're in the church building. Maybe we read it in preparation for a Bible study or for some specific purpose. But I have a feeling if we could just have a few minutes talking with these Christians who died to be able to read this book, we wouldn't be able to stop reading it. It might be available in every bookstore in the Western world, but the Bible contains the most important, unique, and unfortunately the most ignored news humans have ever received. It's not meant to just give us discussion questions for classes or material for 30-minute sermons. It is meant to be devoured and subsequently transform our lives. We live in a time and a place where there's nothing holding us back from that. We don't need interpreters or teachers or scholars to make time to explain God's word to us. We have it in our hands. So how do we dive into the word of God with that goal in mind? That it's not just a a scholarly pursuit or a chore, but something that is going to transform me into something pleasing to God. Well, first, I think we really need to grapple with that significance uh, and the significance of what we're doing. You know, the Bible may be mass produced today. It may be easily accessible for most, but reading it is a supernatural experience. You you can never just read the Bible. There's something deeper happening there. You know, I wrote this episode while I was out in the woods. I took my iPad and my Bible, going to write in God's creation. And when we're out in nature, we can feel the sense of wonder. But how much greater is the word of God? Nature, it leaves us guessing at who God is. We might understand that he's powerful, he's intelligent, those things are evident in his design, but we know very little about who we are and why we're here. The Bible 
tells us all of that plainly though. It's greater than nature. It's truly supernatural because when you open the Bible, whether it's before the sun rises or over some coffee or in the evening with your family on a couch, it is a powerful and transformative experience. This is how we can trust what God has planned for our lives. But as simple as that seems in theory, it can easily slip our minds. So we need to constantly be reestablishing that sense of wonder of the good news that's written in this book. Pray that you never lose sight of that goal. Number two, we always need to be zooming out from the trees to see the forest. The gospel is not an isolated collection of rules and proverbs. It is the history of transformed lives. And once we lose sight of that, Bible reading just becomes homework, right? The Bible tells us about a plan that God established before the creation of the earth that would offer redemption to a creation designed to glorify him. God himself stepped into his creation through Jesus Christ, according to to John 1.14. And if you saw him, you saw God, according to John 14.9. Christ died, and unlike nearly everyone else, he didn't stay dead. He rose, and he is still living today, 2,000 years later. And that eternal, abundant life that he has is what he promises those who allow their lives to be transformed by this book. That's the forest. Now, There are times when we do need to zoom in on the trees. What does the Bible say about so-and-so? That is essential. But we're not going to be able to understand the specifics if we haven't kept one eye on the general. From a practical perspective, that probably means we need to spend more time understanding the context of what we're reading as we read it when we're reading alone. If we read a verse, why is it in that chapter? Why is it in this book? Why is it in the New Testament? You do some digging and understand why the passage was written. Maybe eventually you can go and look at, at commentaries or articles or something online, but that's certainly not necessary to understand the context of most things. The Bible is self-sufficient. It, it gives plenty of detail for you to read and understand today. The important thing is that we never lose sight of Jesus in our reading. If we're reading and we think we found some bit of information that isn't rooted in the fact that Jesus is the all-loving and all-powerful Son of God, our Messiah, then we've lost sight of the forest. Number three, read the Bible as it was written. It was written as an eternally applicable historical document. You know, once we have the context in one eye, we need to use the other eye to pour through the pages of the Bible and make our lives conform to its message. And to do that, we have to read the Bible not like it's some shifting philosophy, but as it is, eternal truth. James says that we should go to God for wisdom. This is how we do that. So the way that we should approach the Bible is trying to recognize why it was written and what the author intended that ancient audience to read and how they were expected to respond to it. The authors of the New Testament, they were not writing aimlessly. They had purpose behind their writing and it was given to them by the Spirit. No amount of time or interpretation can change that. That's not to say there's no cultural references in the Bible that should be interpreted as such, But we should always read the Word of God as it was intended to be read by the original audience and not however our our modern minds prefer to interpret it. Absolute truth does not change no matter how much society would like it to. That's what makes it 
You know, absolute. Other pieces of literature, they may be subjective. The author wants you to read from your subjective perspective and interpret whatever makes sense for you. But that's not the case with the Bible. And that's what makes it so great, right? The, the, this, the Bible contains the message God wants revealed to his creation. We should read it with the understanding uh, that he wants to convey information to us, not have us interpret whatever information we want. That's how we should read every time we go into God's word. Finally, number four, to read the Bible in a way that's going to transform our lives personally, we can never stop asking questions. We ask questions in sermons. That's how most sermons start out. We ask questions in Bible classes, and we should do it in our personal study as well. For me, at least, I'm tempted to read without the same intention and purpose as I do when I'm with a group. And that doesn't work because when we go into the Word of God, we have to be asking questions constantly. You get a notebook, jot some down, ask about words, ask about their definitions. Why, why is this word in this specific sentence? What was the author's original intent for putting that word there? Ask about you know, relationships. How does this ver verse fit within the context uh, of the chapter and book and, and, and New Testament? Look for contradictions even. If you think you can find a contradiction, look at it and study to see if you can reconcile the difference. Perhaps most of all, ask about the response God desires. The ambition of the gospel writers was not just so that we would know, but that we could act. This book it's intended not just to be a book of information, but, but something that transforms our lives. So as you're reading, especially those passages, they don't seem like they have a clear application. Ask yourself, why are those there? Why did God ensure that sentence was available to us 2,000 years later? How does this apply to us? How does it apply to the church, our relationships, to the world? Those questions are why we can keep reading the Bible over and over and over again. You can get to the point where you've memorized every word out of the Bible. And that's a major accomplishment if you do. But no one has ever applied everything this book asks us to apply. It has the power to transform our lives and live lives like the perfect one that Christ lived. So never stop asking questions. Pray to God that you never lose your sense of wonder for the good news contained in this book. Keep your eye on its central message that Jesus is the Christ and he can transform us so that we can come close to his Father. Then let it achieve its purpose. Let God's word transform you each and every day. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.